Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Everton Fan Focus podcast derby preview. Um, we've managed to find a few Scouse copites, they still do exist. Um, thankfully today, we've got three blues, including myself, and three reds. So we've got Sean, who's a blue, Chris Dunn, who's a blue, and we've got James, Michael and Ken, who are all reds. So we're going to discuss the big game on Saturday, give us some predictions and hopefully some insults as well. <laughs> Sean, I'll come to you first, mate. What's your, uh, what's your thoughts on Derby Week? How are you usually before these games? I don't. I, I can't remember the last time I, I looked forward to a derby. I sort of just accept that it's six points in the year that that we won't get generally. But uh, hopefully this season, maybe we we started to turn a corner and perhaps there's a bit more optimism than than there has been in previous years. Um, albeit we still haven't had that that result against one of the so-called big six sides um, certainly away from home that, that were probably overdue so hopefully between this game and the Man United game there's a chance for us to get something um, and why not now? Chris, are you optimistic? No, I'm never optimistic before the derby I think um, you wake up on the morning of the derby day and, and all you're ever thinking about is just getting through the getting actually through the day unscathed and I think we'll, we'll probably we're probably all guilty of that to, for different reasons. <laughs> I think um, recent seasons, Everton and going to Anfield, it's just a, a place where we tend to just go and capitulate, regardless of whether we're in good form or bad form. So it's it's. All I'm actually hoping for is that we actually turn up and play. If you turn up and play and get beat, you can actually walk away and think, "Oh well, that's that." But when you turn up and, and sort of just you don't get not, not stuck in too much, but you don't play your game. And you just get tongued. It's just sort of it's, it's, well, it's hell, isn't it? On next yeah. time. And I agree with that. Like going there, the last couple of seasons it's been four 0 hasn't it? Um, mm. But we had Martinez as the manager then, so we could have really gone anywhere and got beat four 0 It's a good manager, wasn't it? He was for. Yeah, he was for about nine months, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Side of the ground, big mural. Yeah, that soon got ripped out. That soon got ripped out. I'm a big Mar- Martinez jungle. <laughs> to be fair, like his first season, we, we were all impressed and we, we started to bring in players and that, but it just went on its arse after that, let's be honest. But going there now, I'm going to stick my neck on the line. I don't think under Cumin that we can go to Anfield and get beat in such a fashion. I'm not going to say we won't go there and get beat because. 
probably like YouTube's a bit defeatist attitude, but I don't think that helps. Going there thinking, well, oh, it's six points in the season that would be right off. I think the whole mindset of the club probably needs to change. But we said that after the Spurs game, remember? We did, yeah. It, it's just it's it's so hard when it's been sort of eighteen times or seventeen times in a row that you've gone there with that, that little bit of hope and each each time you don't get it, it just chips away. And I think do you know what's the partially the problem for me, particularly going to Anfield, is in those seventeen or eighteen years, whatever it is now, have we ever even been close to winning any one of those games? I, I can't remember us ever being close to winning one. So it, it's not the fact that we haven't won, it's the fact that we've never even been close to winning one. And as I say, it just chips away each time to the point where you just think... Even, even, the, even at times when like Kales equalised late on and yeah. Lescott scored in one and yeah, yeah. Jagiel could yeah. obviously... Yeah. They were just for points. It was just, just to point grab where, where, Most yeah. of those points, to be fair, we didn't deserve like the Jagiel one. We were battered that game. Yeah. We were terrible. We, we were 11 men behind the ball. Yeah, we, but it wasn't put away at the same time. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, exactly. part, that's, that's part of the yeah. puzzle. It wasn't like, like that 2-4-0 one. Yeah. You leave it in that yeah. position where it can still be taken back to a one all and it's your own fault if it ends up happening that way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Everton are going to have to keep it tight, I think, not yeah. to start. And they're going to have to go in yeah. nil-nil at half-time to have any... Any chances? Need to get Lukaku more than four touches of the ball as well. <laughs> That's it. Only needs one. <laughs> I'd say, like, I'd be a little bit. Lots been said about him, but I'd take a little snag one nil. You know, Lukaku goal, and it, I think if we've got to get anything from the game, he needs to be up for it. But like against Tottenham, we need to get the ball up to him because we just had he was just isolated. So, what do you reckon, Jay? I'm always confident when we play Anfield, particularly recently. Um, but it's just something when I'm co- when you're confident that brings the pressure, that brings the nervousness. Yeah. It's just something in the back of my mind that we've been beat at home by small teams and with another one coming. <laughs> and <he messes> <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just no, I just think that um You've got like the Swansea defeat and that yeah, out there, West where, where they've there. Come, where they've come and set up a certain way and we haven't been able to deal with it. Mm. Uh, Lorente was brilliant for them mm. that day. He was brilliant. So if Everton I think that I think the thing with Everton and the biggest danger is with the the game uh, the Martinez won the four 0 They come out and they started to play, and they got they got they became unstuck. I think if you look at Lukaku as a focal point, and maybe and it sounds like a bit like um, a bit defeatist, but put ten men behind the ball and then break break on us. Can't deal with it. See, we've done that against City earlier in the season, yeah. didn't we? And then we took a 1 0 lead, counter attack with Lukaku, and we mm-hmm. soaked up a lot of pressure. We saved two penalties as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I agree with that. It was like 43 attempts on goal or something the last time, yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah. That sums up Martinez towards the end, especially. The, 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 big, the biggest thing about Liverpool at the minute, our centre halves, no matter what partnership, is shite. Yeah. Yeah. So if you play, if you play on them, Get in, get in between them in the channels. Yeah. He's going to get chances. Not having anyone to sit in front of them since Henderson's yeah. being out because yeah, every chance is not that man. Mm. And the line is out there. This is the biggest chance I've ever had for years. Yeah. 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 You've been saying that a while, haven't you? Sure? Yeah, we've been saying that a lot of times now. <laughs> but I think that the problem with the, the, the Martinez ones was that we were still going with the mindset that us three have, have sort of uh, described that we, we were not going to get anything. Uh, you know, if, if we get something, it's a bonus. But then trying to play this attractive football, and you can't go there 
with hope rather than expectation and trying to attract the football yeah. at the same time the two don't I come think, together I, th- I think that one, just one moment in that game sums it up John Stone trying to play out, out from yeah, the back yeah. and a misplaced pass if that could sum up a game it was that and then he went off yeah, yeah. so I think if you avoid that you keep it tight because mm. the games where we have blown teams away we've scored early on mm. The longer we go, especially at Anfield, the longer we go through the game where we haven't scored and it's nil-nil and it's edgy, especially if it's a derby as well, that gives the opposition more chances to nick it. That, that's mm-hmm. been in a way. That's what you did the season when you nearly won the league, wasn't it? Every time you've played someone, 15 minutes into the game, you was one or two in a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think you're right, the, the longer you get into a game, you get more. You get a little bit more uh, nervous and got a better chance. That was the season that Gerard fell on his arse, weren't it? That was, that's right, I do remember that. I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, you get every week. So, yeah. 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 so, on the subject of injuries, um, obviously we've got half a squad left after the international break. We'll come to that in a minute. But Lalana, how much of a miss will he be for you? Massive. Massive, yeah. absolutely massive. He's running himself into the ground. I think he has been a bit tired and he's still, you know, I think he's, he's still playing well and I think when he first signed for us, I remember that City missed against Man United. I think that's when Gerard came on for about two seconds and got sent off. I don't know, maybe wrong, but uh, I, I, was, I, I have big question marks over his flight. You know, he was doing everything but scoring. I think you've got to, you want to get put in that bracket of being, you know, good. And he has got a few more goals now. Do you know what I mean? And his work rate on the platform and all that has uh, it's improved a lot. And I think you know he's one of the first players you put on our team. She's had, I think going into this weekend. I just think with that likes of injuries, you've got uh, Coutinho, who's been quiet since he's had that, you know, since he's come back from injury. Is he fit to play? He's going to be fit to play, but fingers with Coutinho, even when he's fit, he needs about two or three games. Now, whether he's had them at Brazil, because he's called the ball against Uruguay, so yeah, I worry about it. Well, don't worry about him, but I just, I'm expecting a big performance because I think, for me, Coutinho gets a link with Barcelona when he's playing well. And uh, I think going back to when we had them two finals last year, they just didn't really turn up on big games. You want your big players. It's not the two finals you lost. Yeah, two finals we lost. Yeah. Two finals we got two though. Yeah, we got the two semis. That's what. That's how Klopp makes his name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. How the Coleman makers again? What? How the Coleman makers name again? The manager. I can't remember. That's what you said, Coleman. Then I was going to say. That's going to pull over by breaking his leg. Yeah, I think. I think touching back on the line, I think before Klopp came in he was a luxury player, mm. so he was a player you could have in the team, who if everyone else was on, on fire, you're fine you can have him and he can pull off his little tricks and his well, he was his a step overs. He and ball if he wasn't English, it's yeah. one of the main yeah. players. But I think he, came, he came in a big fee as well didn't he, to be mm. fair, which adds pressure. Considering how short his resume was, like it was, it was good those couple of seasons in the Premiership for Southampton, but it was like two seasons is not really enough for a guy of that stature and that team to command that kind of fee. it was 26 was it yeah I mean I, I mean fee, fees don't really it's not really something that, that I think that elements anymore because you've spent a billion pounds yeah we've sold a lot though you're playing midfielders at centre I mean if we're getting on that Everton have spent the most money in Europe without winning anything mm-hmm. so We've, we've <laughs> I've heard we're getting sad, I thought we've had yeah. 15 million. Yeah, yeah, 310 million, something without winning any money. Yeah, winning any trophies since you last won one. When was that? 22 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but an
he compliments the other two who were in with him. Yeah. Yeah, I was say, say and the other, the other one is Wijnaldum. Yeah. yeah, he's really come he's on. He's never man. scored a goal away from home in England, but at home, he's. And that City. He scored important goals at home as well. I think that City game, when you know when you said you went 1 0 up when you City, when we went 1 0 up. I think everyone says a lot about Klopp, but we would have easily conceded or lost that game, I think. And I, I was really, like, I really thought we'd done well the way we just, we soaked up the pressure. I agree, you know, could have, should have scored, but, you know, it's, uh, I think as a going forward with them games, like the Burnley game as well, when we played ugly and won, like, they're the type of games, I think, in the past, we would have dropped points on them type of games, you see. And, um, Maybe side sacking from the line of issue is, is I think it's touches on the right of the line. I don't think I've ever seen him. when the ball gets whacked at him, he just sticks to his foot like mm. that, I think. I both footed as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we've got a lot of He's pretty much the best player in the league at just creating five yards of space mm. out of nothing. Mm. He, he, just, he just drops still the shoulder, still. turns his hips, and he's just in space. He must be a nightmare to play against because yeah. you think he's gone one way and he hasn't even got a he, he hasn't even got a move, he hasn't got a shape to move, and he's gone. Yeah. yeah. So it's safe to say it'll be a big miss. What about uh, our players then? We've got we're three down. Mm-hmm. Coleman. Coleman injured, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually he quite, he's quite seriously injured. <laughs> <laughs> Is there going to be a trip to and Magic Sponge could have sorted that. We support Coleman. He took the international break a little bit. Oh, we don't start wearing t shirts for our players for the wrong reasons. You've got a Holgate lad, though, haven't you, to take? Is he going to. Well, yeah, he's not a right back, he's more of a centre half. He can probably do a job there. I suppose the decision's going to be whether to whether to play three at the back or, or not. I'm not sure that three at the back's the right thing to do. I always play three at the back. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it. with Funes Mori now injured as well, they haven't got the centre-halves to do it, so who do you play on the right-hand side? Have you got Tom Davis or someone? I don't, I, you've got it's going to be difficult. Holgate would be one of those three at the back, wouldn't he? I think as long as you don't play that midfield, you play against Tottenham. That was, I watched that game and I just thought, what's he doing? Barkley and Davis are too similar to be playing together. Uh, yeah, Gay, who's a good player, holding. Uh, I think Barry was the last one, wasn't he? And it just, lo- it just looked completely yeah. unbalanced. Yeah, he was not playing Barry. Gareth Barry can play against the lesser teams, yeah. and he's fine. In fact, he, to be honest, but playing against the West Brom, he's probably man of the match. Um, but playing against the better team, anyone above us in the league. It'll absolutely bypass him the game. He'll start hacking people down. He'll start misplacing passes. It'll be an absolute disaster. He's the kind of player who could play against a team that backs off him, but he's going to be attacked like yeah, anything. Any, like t- any team that wants to play against us and wants to score against us, he's, he's not the answer. So, personally, I'd probably play the back four. Baines on the left, Holgate on the right, and Jack Yelker and Williams in the middle, um, and try and disrupt it as, as little as we can compared to what we've had in the last couple of weeks where we've won games. I'd, I'd, I'd worry about um, lack of pace in in, in, um, uh, in the back four because I think Liverpool have got sort of speedy guys up front there. I think um, Williams is sort of a great defender but obviously he's, he's, he's over the 30 year mark and as soon as that happens and the likes of Jamie Elke, they lose that sort of you know half a yard of pace yeah. as they always talk about. I think it's crucial in big games where players like that need that half a pace. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, when you're playing yeah. against Fast someone like Fane, you know, it's your yeah. turn and serve. Well, Mane, I was going to say Mane, he could mm. split anyone on our team, but yeah. Yeah. Williams and Jagielka. <laughs> 
Colgate's the only one who could probably catch up. Baines is over 30 now as well, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's not getting any It's all been catching up, though. You've still got to put, you've still got to read it, you've still got to put the tackle in right, you know what I mean? Like you at the pits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, something like us, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I think it'll be important to whoever can actually play in front of the back four, you know, to sort of like the, whoever's going to be like the old spoiler. Yeah. You know, yeah. To, to, to block channels and whatever that they do. A lot of the time, you don't see it when you're watching the game. Just an attack breaks up, and it's not until you, you sort of watch it back later and you realise that it's actually somebody's done a hell of a lot of hard work during the game. Mm. And we notice sort of it's the because it like when you get that ball, and like everyone's saying it's Lukaku, and when Lukaku's going to get that ball, he's going to be up to someone going to be on the straight away, he's either going to be Lovren jumping into the back of him, it's going to be Henderson, you know, he's playing, you know, coming at him face on. He's out, you know, he's going to hold up, hold up that ball well, do you know what I mean? I think it's if it gets to that point where we're pressing and, you know, the ball's just getting booted out, you know, time after time. It needs you need more options, you know, for that. And setting up the back line is gonna you know, impact on the options you're gonna have, you know, when you're off the ball and that that's the hard thing you play when you play, you know, when you maybe going into the game as an underdog where, you know, you're expected, you know, to sit back and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You've got to think when you've got to get the ball, you've got to do something with it because if you're not and we know you're not then it's just you know, you're gonna just it's just gonna keep coming and coming and coming and then uh, like you said, you know, you get tired. So yeah, yeah. Penalties. Well, we've like penalties this year as well. We've had, we've had this year, every year. Penalties are Penalties are the charity match last Sunday, didn't Penalty in the charity match? That was Stonewall then. Let's get a penalty in the box then. That's okay you can't you can't complain about when it's given and it's legitimately a penalty. Like, no, like, we, like we, can. we can. We can. Yeah, absolutely. I think every team can go. Well, we've had. We've had yeah. I think it does. It's that cliche where it's, it works itself yeah. out because we can complain. United had scored an offside goal or Stafford we've won that game. There's, there's been other little bits where you go. Well, the Sunderland game. Sunderland game. Yeah. Got yeah. So it. it I know. I know. Chelsea got nine points at the start of the season. They shouldn't have got. Costa when he should have been on the pitch and he scored the winner past West Ham. Mm-hmm. They had that great start. And I know Chelsea the best team in the league now, but I think on that, you know, you know, when it can impact, you know what I mean? It's uh, and I think with us as well, we you know, we've got a lot of pace for you know, players with pace. You're gonna get more penalties with players with pace, you know what I mean? And then Hazard gets one there enough every week, you know what I mean, because of the way he moves as well, you know what I mean? Well we haven't had one for about eighty nine. Is it eighty nine years? Yeah, that's right. Was it nineteen ten or something? So Gunnel Bain's first goal. Yeah. But you need a player who can run fast to get a penalty. That's what I'm saying. You, know, you haven't got any pace, really. You can give us all. You're not saying you've got a half of the penalty. He's a man of Anfield, have we? With a yeah, that's it. Uncle Norbert manager. <laughs> Pressurising the officials all the time. It's one thing. Uh, Liverpool's so called reputation. But yeah, we haven't had one there for what, what, 89, 90 years. Uh, I'm not confident that we'll get one on Saturday if I'm honest but you just go going into the game thinking you need a pen you're in trouble <laughs> yeah, I'll take it in, mate, honestly. Yeah, you'll take it, I'll take, it take a snide little Kevin Campbell 1-0 um, which was like a lifetime ago but speaking of the midfield there like we talked about injuries McCarthy's injured and I don't know that he would have got a lock in I think it would, he would have wouldn't he if because uh, we don't yeah, 100% know where the Schneider will be fit at. Sort of thing. Well, that was won't. my next point, yeah. Um, that's massive if he it, plays. Yeah, I mean, because McCarthy would have been the, the natural replacement for, for Schneider. And I, I don't think that Koeman will play um, Gway as a single uh, sitting midfielder. I think he will want to play two. Um, it is just my fear that if, if the second one is bad, we are going to get absolutely 
battered in terms yeah. of pace uh, and he's going to make mistakes you can't have Barry Jagielkin and Williams as the spine of your slow. defensive yeah. setup against mm. Liverpool or most sides in the league to be I'm honest I'm amazed he replaced John Stones with Ashley Williams mm. amazed yeah. such if you bring in Ashley Williams, you've got to bring in someone else to yeah. add a different I, th- I think that's going to be the focal point of our experience. The back four are quite old. Yeah. Coleman is the centre. He's been there forever, hasn't he? That is an area of concern. And Funes more, he's not. He's, he's injured, but I wouldn't have played him anyway. He's just yeah. he, 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 he got sent off, but he's likely to get sent off, and he's, he's he got caught out against Tottenham several times, didn't he? He's he mercurial, could, isn't he? He could, he could be great. He could be absolutely yeah, diabolical, yeah. and he's got fifty p shaped feet at the yeah. best of times. It's, it's you would you'd, you'd trust Jagielka and Williams more, but ultimately they are too slow together. Yeah. So. I think the inclusion of Schneiderlin's massive, and then if you've got Schneiderlin and Gay, then it looks great from a setup. It point just gives you a bit of composure, doesn't it? And that's what we're always lacking at Anfield is a bit of composure. So it just gives us that little bit of time on the ball, a little bit of class, um, you know, a little bit of creativity. With the, sorry, freeze the two in front of them in terms of Barkley and Davis, I assume, to be creative because you know you've got that little bit of assurance behind you. So you think it'd be Morales with. Um, included as well. From the Morales start. is another one of these mercurial players, isn't he? He, he? he can turn about being a blue whale beater. Yeah. I don't know whether it's what side of bed he gets out of that, that, that lad, but um, you never know what you're going to get. I, 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 hope, he's 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 get yeah. I hope someone goes through him, to be honest. He'll be on Milner's side, yeah, yeah. He's got an alright record in the derby from, from memory, Morales, in terms of goal scoring. So I think even when we got Tom 4 0, he, he, he was the only one who got a an yeah. applause because he had a goal I can't remember that was the last yeah. one or the he's one before terribly inconsistent yeah, but no I think he's he's one of the players who Liverpool fans actually fear yeah you know, me yeah. as an Evertonian I, I fear two of the guys we've spoken about is Coutinho and um, Lallana mm. they're the two guys away can get really creative for Liverpool mm. and I think um, Morales is the one that the Liverpool fans fear mm. I think it's because it's Curiel yeah. You just don't know where you're going to get from. Yeah, you could be absolute dross, you could yeah. score a goal, you just don't know. So we're going to have probably Davis and Holgate starting on their youngsters. Um, he won't play Luchman, will he? It's too big a no. game and he's too young. Use, how will you set up then with Lallana not playing? Will Ben Woodburn come in? Will Arigi get a start? Emery Chan, Van Alden and Henderson. Yeah, that's, I like that three midfield. I think it's, it's Say uh, that again. Henderson, Van Alden, yeah. Emery Chan as the, as the middle three. Yeah. I like middle three. Yeah. I do like that because I'm a lot of Coutinho and Mane for me, you know. Yeah. Front three. Yeah. With Mane furthest forward. Probably for me, no. The, the, the inter- they they yeah. changed all you, yeah. you can watch them and they, they, they changed the arm. They'd probably bring Coutinho left mm. and for me, you know, up exactly. on us. In the middle and Mane on the right, mm. um, but if they're bringing if if they're bringing a, a different right back in, whoever that may be, it would be Holgate. Yeah. I'd fancy Mane up against them. Yeah. yeah. Just test them, even if it's just first ten, fifteen. Mane's see what he's about. Yeah. 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 The danger, I think, the, the danger from our point of view from Evan is if if you can get the balls out wide and get them in the box. Yeah. Always struggle. So the defensive got, concerns is is aerial. Oh yeah. Just generally, we don't yeah. keep a clean sheet. No. no. I just think it's set pieces. I mean, we've we've been close so many times to conceding goals or losing games off set pieces. When we do concede goals, it's, you know, it's, it seems to be all that. Uh, Swansea was quite bad for that. 
Yeah, mm. I think, uh, and it, it does sound so simple as well. I just think it's, uh, I don't know, whatever they're doing on the pitch, but it's one of them. I think we've been like that f- for that long now. We've sort of, just sort of accepted it. With, uh, it's just a lack of yeah. organisation. Just yeah. nobody like, actually well, wanted to just put themselves. Well, Bailey was the best example. He was giving free kicks away on the halfway line, thinking that another to keep Tommy Eaton was coming out and beating the ball right into the box, and they'd yeah. done about seven or eight times. And the, uh, the end did have a chance, they should mm. you know. You should have scored. It seems every but team likes the long throw against us. Liverpool, Liverpool struggled with set pieces for as long as I can yeah. remember. Even when we've had good, good back fours, good, good back fives, including the keeper. I'm thinking of our uh, Benitez team, mm-hmm. Reiner and goal, and a solid back four. I'm thinking of Julier's team, yeah. Tebow went inside with solid back four and a decent, half decent keeper. Set pieces always struggle. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Always. I think it's it's one of the things you're thinking. It's a roll of a dice. You get a good ball and you get that run off. It's mm-hmm. one of them, and you can't really. Yeah, but, but it's always been one of them. Like if you can get if you can get set pieces against Liverpool, you'll have, you'll yeah. have chances. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think for us under Moyes we were more defensively organised weren't we and I think that was the whole setup of the team but we had a few arses in the back line and you could deal with crosses and I know um, since then like we different style under Martinez different players and now we're kind of transitioning back to being yeah. more defensively organised but um, we've done alright this turn of the year haven't we in terms of clean sheets and Joel's done okay clean but sheets we have absolutely that, that position is centre half we need two new centre halves in the summer you would say and probably a new left back potentially like potentially yeah. Yeah, the whole defence you would look at as a set up mm-hmm. but like speaking of set pieces you guys saying you're, you're sort of fearful about your ability to defend them we're probably feel, fearful about our ability to attack them yeah. we, we don't yeah. score goals from set pieces yeah. we are, we've had probably since Moyes left I'd suggest we've been the most impotent team at set pieces if, if our corners beat the first man you feel like we scored a goal to be honest yeah. it's, it's that rare yeah. um, although recently we, we seem to have given up on trying to get the ball in the box from corners straight away we seem to try and play around with it a little bit and try and work a better crossing position so I think we've just accepted the fact that we can't get a ball into the box um, so that would be a lovely thing to see on, on Saturday for me would be a corner and Evan to score an header directly from a corner just because it would make you feel just as bad all over again mm. there you go so we'll win 2-0 penalty and, and, and an header from like a nice like Jackie like header or something like that it's not asking yeah. for much yeah. no, no. it would be nice to see Sean's right and what he says then you look at other teams like West Brom every, every goal he scores like a centre half yeah, yeah. It, it, in theory it's so easy you know, get the ball in the box six foot four lads I'd rather just play yeah. like we are than play yeah. West Brom not yeah. 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 do you want to go watch that film? do you want to go watch that week and week out you couldn't watch it no but it certainly makes an impact doesn't it getting the ball over and having lads like Chris Brunt and Morrison and that who can whip a ball over and then Dawson and Dawson yeah but the way they are in the league and I've been for years for the reason yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, then it's not the same as like Stoke Harris, he's moved on from that now, but I think when you buy them plays and that's the question what you put over Lukaku's head as well, because he's on about, you know, he wants to go wherever he wants to go, but he's already had his chance at Chelsea, which I wouldn't really judge him on that yet because Chelsea haven't had us of letting a few players go. Yeah. Which we've picked up as well. And um I just think them type of players, you know, when you get into that maybe so called top six you the way you're playing, it's all on the floor. You're whacking it around hundred miles an hour. Do you know what I mean? Little flicks, touches, and you know, it's uh, that sort of seems to be how it goes. And the that's, that's the thing. Like that. Ben Teffi was doing it for Villa yeah. in the Paul Villa side and scoring goals. 
because that was the way they were playing. Mm. You come to Liverpool where everything was on the floor and yeah. you just You don't feel sorry for him, but Lukaku, I think it's just the way he's built and the way he is, you know. Yeah, but, I'd, but, I'd, even to, but the, I'd, I'd say I'd split Lukaku apart from, from any of them other types of players because mm. he, he can get it down, he, can, he scores all he's, types he's of goals. Technically he's technically not, better. And yeah, he's I, I think the only thing that... My Evertonian mates have ever, you know, their biggest problem with him is does he get, does he work hard enough, does he get yeah. through enough in the game mm-hmm. when things aren't going well, mm-hmm. things that are going against him a little bit. Yeah. Is he pressing that mm-hmm. that centre half? Is he yeah. the first line of defence, or is he just, is it just going through the motions? Yeah, yeah. the thing is with him, no, more often than not, if he doesn't look like he's putting the work rate in, he'll still pop up with the winner. Yeah, which you know statistically, you know, yeah. maybe you think that's what you yeah. like is there for, but yeah. You'd We've all got Everton mates. Similar, got similar, similar thing yeah. with um, the storage with us. Yeah. He doesn't. He, he's yeah. he's not splitting. He's not busting the gut to get to that right back to close him down, stop the ball, getting into the second third. But give him a yard of space, and he'll get you the goal. Mm. But it's it's that same thing. He doesn't look like he's doing anything, and then yeah. he'll pop mm. up with the goal. I, th- I think with Lukaku as well, he's getting put in this bracket now on his records. Like when you look at you know the first. Fifty Premier League goals and stuff, and he's really, you know, he's he's up there with all of them, like you know. But I just think he's in your fantasy team, isn't he as well? Yeah, he is. Yeah, Um, captain. Well, he can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I'd get that in there because I don't know. I've got to go in on the foul. (laughs) <laughs> I think I've got like, two or three Evan players most of the season. Yeah. I think, like, you win by any means yeah. necessary. No. <laughs> I, I think for Lukaku, like, though, I think you know, he's putting this bracket and he's not going anywhere. I think you, obviously not from my point of view, but I just say, all right, then we'll see this derby. You know, go and lead the line. You know, do like I did the eight for Chelsea. You know, be the man. Do you know what I mean? You know, run round, win your tackles, hold the ball, up, bounce two of them off you, spread it. And you, you know, this is what. This is the type of game where if he wants to go to that level, he's got to be performed in these games. And mm-hmm. I know you can say to him, oh, you know, he might not get, you know, if Barkley doesn't open him or whatever, but I just think if he's at that top bracket, sometimes you've got to be got to step up. But that, yeah. That's what me and Sean were saying recently, yeah. and we say it all the time, but we've got Everton stepping up and making a statement. Mesad mm. Derby is the perfect time for the club to do it, but mm. Lukaku, who's meant to be, who is a top player. Yeah. I think for us at the moment, though, like for Liverpool, I think. It's like that City one was key, Burnley was key because I think you know you've got Kane out, you've got United, they've got a few players out, so suspended. City have been dumped out. We've got a big opportunity here as well. A few of them play each other as well. Yeah, oh, it's a great. I can't wait to watch them. Like, you know, the last because they're all just gonna you know not shout out of each other hopefully, and <laughs> we can just sit there and you know I think we've got a big opportunity. And the way I'm looking at it, I think it might be wrong to think like this, but everything's standing in the way of if you get these out the way now, then. We haven't even got teams at the bottom fighting for the lives. We've got mid-table teams who, have, you know, players have done the bit for the season. They want to book their holidays. They want, yeah. you know, they're not interested. They're not playing Sunderland. We're not playing Burnley because these, they're teams who are gonna, you know, they are gonna do some surprises. You know, it always happens. The last five games. So what, on that subject, we've come to Everton in a second in terms of our expectations for the rest of the season. But so, what are you trying to say there then that you're gonna finish I, second? No, no. I think uh, what we're saying here, if when we get used up the way on Saturday, I think we should be clean through for uh, this. Top four, the way we've got to think as well. United in the Europa League is going to be top three, if I'm not mistaken. 
which is something uh, I don't know. So it's only if they win that and Leicester win the Champions League, then yeah. those top three. But otherwise, uh, right, so both of them have to win. It's funny how they're happy to come fourth in a two-horse race that it was a couple of months ago. Well, well, it's better than seventh. I'm sure if you finish seventh, there'd be some loophole like means you've got in the Champions probably, League still. Yeah, probably um, a trophy. Yeah. Do you know what they are? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think fourth place for us at the moment, and you can say what you want because you just both know deep down you're back your hand off to the inside of position at the moment. So I think if you go into the top four, uh, see if you can get in the summer because there's talks of uh, you know we done that in January and I think this summer spend another billion. Well, the F- well when you look at that, it's funny you say that because we've spent sixteen million pound on average for the last ten. You talk about spends now? Do you work for no, FSG? I, no, I've actually no. I've, it's it's a uh, public knowledge. Just to check it off. Sorry, yeah. Man. And uh, <laughs> because we do sell a lot, like you know, at times we have been a selling club and stuff, and you're using the wall about that when happily goes to Man United. But that's another thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but I think if you can get these out the way, uh, obviously we've still got more games to play uh, and I'd just like to see what we can do in the summer because I think that our owners now, we need to stop pissing around, they'd be rather just going to say listen we are what we are and this is what we're going to do, you know we might get to our 4-1 season, might not, or are we either going to go listen we've got Champions League qualification, I want to go out and buy a player that uh, the team doesn't want to let go, do you know what I mean, from a team that's similar to our standing, not a Southampton. In no disrespect, you know. There's already I see what you mean. So that increases your status yeah. in itself. Well, that's we don't Chelsea with as there. You know, the fact is, Madrid got a big fight in their hands to get him because Chelsea don't sell. Do you know what I mean? United, except for Ronaldo, don't really sell. Do you know what I mean? And I think City, I think City have sold any money really wants to. City let everyone get old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But City. They're crazy positions. Do they think Liverpool is not buying projects all the time? Yeah, and just going, here's a guy who's going to be the man in three years. Potentially, I don't think it's even that. I think it's just every summer we seem to be buying six, seven, eight players, and they've all got a bed in. I think you buy two or three top players. Uh, you can make an instant you can impact, make an impact there, yeah. and then the, the, obviously two or three then drop out the first team and they're, mm. they're your backups then who mm. have done alright so far. I hope you look in the Premier League more as well because I think. Remember, we bought a lot of foreign defenders in the past, and that, you know, a lot of them are crap. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of them, I like Matip now, he's coming for nothing. Uh, Lovland's growing on me, I think he's got a bit of a presence building on there. He's can't not, stand him. I know. I, mean, <laughs> I hate him personally. But I think, I just, you know, looking at our back line, it's, I think you look at the teams who have gone on to do things and stuff for. You know, you look at Chelsea's old back line, Man United's old back line, City's old back line. I just think you have not had that top, top, top of the range defender probably since Carragher went. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was, uh, so, and you can say what you want on Carragher, he's the best in the whole defender. It's a swat, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. No, that's fine by me. I like him. I've never been in the derby, though. But to be honest, though, I think recent years we've lost a bit of that, you know. Yeah, yeah, and like we've got Barkley and Davis, but they're not the most aggressive lads, and no. Davis is still dead young. But we've lost a bit of that, you know. We had Kale, who you could always rely on against yeah. the top sides to get Nicky to go. Yeah. We've lost a bit of snideness, I'd say, from Everton and Liverpool, probably oh. as well, haven't they? You no, know, like a player who can, like. Did Barkley sign to Henderson at Goodison in December? Yeah. Don't remember no, it. That was a great tackle. Oh, no, you know what I mean? Like someone who can. No, I know what you mean generally, yeah. But, yeah. you know, I'm still Jack Gallagher because he hasn't played for half the season. Do you know what I mean? Gareth Barry's probably the last that he's not the most like aggressive lad, is he? No. It's characters, isn't it? You're just trying to play football now, after, you know. 
Fine, dogs of War, so, yes. So yeah, usually you just... The Dogs of War, since 1980. No, he's actually had a long time. Gravison back in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I remember your old team, Gravison and Cargill, when he beat us 1-0 then. That was a snide team. Now, hopefully you don't go back to that. Because you're going backwards, do you know what I mean? Because you know, they couldn't, couldn't... I don't think we'll ever go back to that now. You look at the recruitment at Everton, and mm. it's high hopes for us, isn't it, in the future? Short term or long term on the field and off it, so... You just live and die by your transfers of each season. Like, if you have a bad season, you know, you'll lose your... Yeah, Pepper West Ham, yeah. 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 Both did, didn't he? all confident top four. I'd snatch your hand off for top four on the final day. Yeah, it's gonna go down to the wire. I couldn't really, if someone said to me, I'm still sitting on the fence, and I know that's not the best on a, you know, this. But so what is it? United are four points back, but two games in hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it seems with games in but I'd have the points in it. Yeah, in, in the oh, yeah totally. Considering, I think, considering where we were in November mm. to finish top four is probably is probably a, a bit of a. Um, Bit of a disappointment, mm. but if you'd have said the start of the season, what yeah. what take yeah. you take it? Yeah, you really hit us hard, didn't it? When you only beat City and then Manny. I think Ball. I think Ball was Bournemouth away. It was the turning point. Yeah. Wasn't January was when um, Firmino got more points than the actual club? Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one there. Yeah. It's right. He's had a nightmare, didn't you, for a few it's weeks? Like, yeah. No, January. Well, I think it was just when personally, like, I think Manny's just. I'm a massive fan of his. I just think even when he runs and he's that fast, he just causes uh, defenders to just be a bit anxious, yeah. you know. And I think that's really going to play into the yeah. derby, especially with these young lads. You're going to play. You can't yeah. They're going to be bang, second. bang, bang, and they don't, you know. They, I think the, the, the game of Goodison proves that as soon as you you stop paying attention to Marnie, he'll just nip in. Mm. Why what happens about this? When you said earlier about Mane, if, if he played on the left, I think Evertonians would be pleased if he did that because I think we fear him more down the middle. So if he, if he was on the left, we could probably well, he, yeah. channel him out. I think, I think Holgate's probably going to be the fastest lad on the pitch, but he's going to need that pace if he's yeah. going to need it. It's positioning though as well, and you've got to have there's so much more things. You need your positioning rights and stuff. You need to know who's following it, who's tracking it, and stuff like I that. I think it's a misnomer though to say that any of the Liverpool front three players actual proper wingers because they never look to go the outside or something. Mm. It's always the full-backs yeah. overlapping who take the width because yeah. it's even if Mane's on the right, you can guarantee he's going to be within yeah. a about eight yards of the and it's, yeah, all, it's yeah, only it's, it's, it's only Milner who will put a cross in the box yeah. Klein is petrified oh A to beat a man choose to put a cross in yeah. I don't know why and three to, to stop yeah. Jesus Christ that and man he can't stop a cross I don't know what he is he's not a fullback because he can't stop one he can't put one in He's I think Klein's playing with a bit of fear to be yeah, honest he's since he's moved to us I think of Southampton he knew you know I think he's I'm not saying he's done nothing bad he's He's, you know, you look at his ratings, if you had to rate him out of every game, it's probably 6, 7, 6, 7, 6, 7. Oh, yeah, but I think when he's come up to us, like, I think he's, he's he's scared. And I mean, you probably know more, you're, you're in the ground a lot more than anyone. Uh, I've, when I've been, the fans are getting on a lot more players' blocks, which, you know, I think, I know, I remember Chan had a bad one. Was it against Southampton? I think Chan, and rightly so, as, as yeah. coming from a lot of criticism, I don't see, he's not, he's not a footballer for me, he's not. Mm. He looks he, he looks heavy all the time. He look he looks everything's laboured with him. He takes ages to, to pass out. He'll get the ball and he's got to think for a couple of seconds before whereas the others in that midfield to get it and give it and get it and give it. Whereas he'll dawdle on it and he'll and he'll take his time. Um, apparently he's been carrying a calf injury, but that doesn't wash with me to be honest. The only thing he's been he's had going for him is that he's still strong and fast. Like he is, he's another one who's just an athlete. 
who happens to play football. He's holding out on time the contract because he wants to play old midfield. He, 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 he'll never be a old midfield as long as I've got a hole in my ass. Yeah. He is not a midfield. I think what I did like him though from the Burnley game when we started off there because uh, Dashley Barnes was just taking the piss out of Clavan and Chan right or wrong, he, you know, put himself in centre back and left us, you know, with gaps in front of us. But I don't think we hadn't done that. I think we would have been uh, 2 0 down going into that because, uh, you know, go back to our centre back situation. I think he's got something on clock, definitely. He, yeah. He must have. Mm. Well, clock must have done something, his wife or something. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about, uh, in terms of, we've spoken awful lot about Liverpool there, didn't we? about, sorry, prediction. I think we'll win 3 1. Oh, I'd rather win 1-0 in the 94th minute. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, Jack. Thanks, Bob, for your uh, contribution. Uh, so, in terms of Everton for the rest of the season, lads, do you think we can get any higher than where we currently are? There's obviously, we're, we're level with Arsenal, but there's like games in hands and stuff like that. So, what do you reckon? We, I think we've got an aim too, um, because we've, we've, we've still got a lot of the teams to play. We've got to play Liverpool, we've got to play Man United, we've got to play Arsenal on the last day. Um, so if you look at those points, every those three of those points that we get is three points that they don't get, so it's six points in effect. Yeah. So in a way, although it doesn't feel like it's in our hands because technically we are behind, it's not completely out of our hands. It, it, we, we've still got a bit of um, control over our own destiny, which is which is good because life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the last couple of seasons, we've been just, you know, drifting towards the end of the season with nothing to do. So just, the fact, that we, yeah, just the fact that we've got something to play for is good. I, Although it seems a little bit outlandish to say top four, whilst things are still mathematically possible, you don't rule them out. You'd be stupid not to rule them out. And type, you know, Neville Southport's been quoted as and he was sort of saying like, "Why are they not to win the league? If what, what, yeah. what are you doing in the league if you're not trying to win it?" So for me, if we can still finish second 
then our aim is to finish second until such time as we can only finish third and the aim is to finish third. Yeah. Otherwise, what is the point in turning up? So we've got to go to these places and try and win because we've got to finish as high up the league as we can and ultimately there's a second sort of incentive to that that you know, you've got Luka Haku intimating that he wants to play Champions League well let's not rule it off the table for ourselves because it's not unthinkable that we could give him that yeah. mm-hmm. I think the worst thing as a fan that you could possibly ever see is your team turn into the ones who like the Sunderlands who just show up and go right the best we can hope for is just not to concede and yeah. hope we nick make a, a cheeky goal yeah. and you end up you end up turning up to every game and basically going oh we're just going to watch our team defend and yeah. not do anything and that's one of the great things about watching Liverpool every week is there's no team in the world that they're scared of going out yeah. and mm. playing an actual game of football mm. against now the flip side to that is I think for Everton if they come out and try and play football against Liverpool that just plays into our hands that's um, what you look like if you want to go up and you know get challenging for top four then you've got to play football and like you're saying we we're pushing. We're, we're aggressive with teams. We conceded a lot of goals. Now I know as Everton fans, he's, you know, from what I can remember, he's like you know, strong back line. There's not many goals getting put passes and stuff. And I think when you look at the top six, I know Spurs. Spurs got an awesome defence, and they're probably like the bit of the exception to the rule. But I think United have like three less than us. Uh, City and they're enough the same conceded as us. And I think you've just got to sort of that Premier League now. You've just sort of got to accept, especially when we play City. It's like, well, on, you have a goal, we have a goal, you have. And it's when it was the last time the most defensive team won won the league. Mm. It's, it's been for the last. God, it's probably Mourinho's Chelsea. I was going to say yeah. 05 kind of that. You still went when he's got the top four when you know he was. Yeah, I think it was like eleven one nil wins. You know he's had that strong. Where it was? That was it. One nil to Everton. Yeah, that's the maximum there of what like to see what them players did. You couldn't ask for any more. It is, but anymore. the thing that I always like not to take any achievements away from us, but the thing that I always do reflect on on that season is it was one of the lowest points to us to get fourth mm. ever. You know, it wasn't that we went out and beat the world it was yeah. the fact that the world came back to us a little yeah. bit yeah. more than anything um, great achievements but you don't yeah. get a trophy you can say that for Leicester don't you because everyone you know, I think if Leicester played the football you know well, I mean I know it's hypothetical but yeah, I think the top teams like the Chelsea after the, that start they had they sort of just went from you know three months to beat everyone really and it's, well, it's, all, it's all just momentum isn't it yeah. that, that, that's the thing momentum's yeah. just the key you know the, the team when you finished second the other year that team wasn't good enough to finish mm. second but the momentum just yeah. carried you there yeah. and you should have won the league yeah. Leicester you know probably mm. what 15th 16th best squad mm. in the league won the league just mm. purely on momentum because yeah. the momentum affects your mentality it affects everyone yeah. else's mentality you, you can't overestimate the, the psychological effect you know even if that's giving you an extra half yard of pace or giving the other team an extra mistake that, mm. a, that a goal comes from I just hope the international break hasn't disrupted our um, yeah. consistency and momentum because Everton have got momentum they're the best yeah. side in the league since January on paper statistically they are so I'm hoping that that doesn't affect us too much the players being away and then coming back but yeah. it's a derby and it can happen but Chris what do you reckon the rest of the season and do you think that we can do you echo Sean's thoughts or do you think realistically yeah, we'll think stay where I'd, we are I'd actually, I'd actually uh, shorten it from what Sean, Sean's saying Sean's saying that uh, if it's uh, mathematically possible to, to get second you, you go for second of course you do I think it, I'd go back to um, what, what like Liverpool players used to say I mean it, it bugs me to say it but they used to say we take every game as it comes mm-hmm. and that, that it's exactly true though if, if you aim to win your next match 
and you win that next match, you then aim to win the match after it. And then the, the, the position in the league, it, 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 mm. it, it sorts itself out. And it, it could be that you, you'd end up finishing fourth, fifth. I personally don't think that Everton will get any higher than they are right now, to be fair. And I, I, because I think to, to do it, to get higher, we've got to beat Arsenal, then we've got to beat Man United. And I don't think we'll beat all of them. We might win the odd game or get a, you know, a point out of them, but we're not going to beat them. Not right now, but I don't think we're quite so it's ready. a kick-on, we need I that statement win, because yeah. Yeah. we've we're gone down the in the next few something. weeks, haven't we, all of them? Yeah, I think we're on the cusp of something, but it's, um, you know, the likes of, of Snydlin, you know, I, I think like, I think Snydlin's probably one of the best players in the league, potentially. I think United have let a gem go there. I don't know how he didn't get into their team, but I, I actually think he's magnificent. Mm. They let him go and keep Fellaini for yeah. 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 I know he's an ex-player, but the yeah. lad, you, know, you know what you get for Fellaini. Snydlin's mm. got a bit of class about him, I mean... Yeah, so so yeah. In, in, in summary, I think um, I think Everton will finish sixth-ish. Fair enough. So off the field, whilst we're here, um, points of view on the new stadium announcement last week. So I know we're tight for time, but Evertonians first, and then if you care, if you want to have an opinion, then tell I've us. Because yeah, certain blues, and certain reds. Without you know saying there's loads of them, but mm-hmm. there's certain Reds who've had an opinion on that mm-hmm. or spoke out, or mm-hmm. um, and then there's others just saying it's a complete myth. No one at Liverpool's bothered about whatever to do. So mm-hmm. right, then let's come to you first. Well, so, yeah, sorry. well, I think as I like when I first about it when I, you know when because you there's you dreamers for ages and I thought well, this is just all the crap and then you know then you say oh they've had the planning permission. I thought fair enough. I said you know I mean if they get you know get that stadium, it's, which is a you know. Obviously, it's good. It's you know, it's it's good for you. Do you know what I mean? I think you know. It's I good think for the city. I think if you get that stadium, it's good for the city. I said I'd be like I'd be surprised if Bill Kenwright's still there because that's all the investors look for. If you've got that stadium, then that's when they sort of come in. It's what happened with City anyway. Yeah. I think uh, I don't even think City would have been locked out if they didn't have that stadium. <laughs> but uh, I think it's obviously it's it's you know it's overdue. And I think if I take the red out of me, I think. You know, when you look at clubs like West Ham and stuff getting that, I just think well, Everton, Everton are and shoulders over them. So yeah. you think, you know, it's about time to be honest. But I think one thing I'm, I'm interested to see is the naming rights that will go because they've got to go because it's. But we're not going to call ourselves Big Stand FC. <laughs> I can think of a few names for the stadium. If you go want on that. No, I'll email you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, if you take the red out of me, I think it's good. I think. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not looking over my shoulder worrying, do you know what I mean? It's probably not like a City United mm. thing yet. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's definitely needed, I think, because yeah. you know, Goodison never seems to me. I mean, mm-hmm. you you guys who go to the match will tell and tell us, but like it never seems to be a stadium that suffers from being undermanned like like the Etihad and the, mm-hmm. the Emirates seem to be quite a lot of the time, you know. Mm-hmm. You're selling enough seats, you need that extra space. Mm-hmm. There's clearly no space at Goodison. Mm-hmm. Goodison is also falling down around everyone's ears. Yeah, like it's it's just a, a dump basically. I just I like mean, to say, yeah. I'd just be like you know with the, the ownership of the stadium and stuff. And you just, I mean, I, he's probably know a lot more about Bill Kemp like the main stuff like that. And I think the ownership and just seeing where because I think when you get this stadium, this is if you, like when you get this new stadium, you potentially if you play it, I could go into this top bracket of English football and if you fuck it up. You won't, and you won't ever go. Because that, I think that's how big of a chance I think it is. Do you know what I mean? Commercially wise, I think you get, you know, the owners, and because you look at City and Chelsea, they've been that 
Do you know what I mean? It, it never did. Yeah, you know, the odds. You know, I knew Dennis Wise played for Chelsea. I was about it. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Greaves. But mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone. You know, you know, City were all right for two minutes back in the day. They, they won a cup winners' cup in the nineties, didn't they? Yeah. Who's the not on talk sport? Who uh, they always go to if they talk about Chelsea because he played about two games. Crunzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We've agreed a deal to buy the land we haven't purchased the land. Mm. We've got to apply for plan permission, it's got to go to the government and be rubber stamped. There's all sorts of terms which I'm not even going to get into now because I don't understand it all. But last week I was buzzing. Was you both happy with what you heard? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the good thing that comes out of Goodison now is that you don't get little sound bites every five minutes of we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Yeah. The news that we got was that something had happened. Now, I don't think we'll hear anything else now. Yeah. We, we, won't, we won't hear any little snippets until there's actual good news, information to give. Because in, in the past, all of the false promises that we've heard, that mm. were all doomed to failure before they even started. Yeah. If indeed they did start, yeah. you know, yeah. the Kirby move. Yeah. The only good thing about Kirby was we would put Phil Thompson's fireplace shop to, we'd have that closed. <laughs> but, um, you know, that was that. I, I, think, I think what's happening at Goodison now, it's, it's all very professional and it, it's... I think uh, with the stadium as well, is the stadium just going to be for your footballing use or are you going to have to do a space? Well, we don't I know. Think that brings a lot of money into it as well and mm-hmm. I think that's something you may have to accept because at the end of the day you're getting a brand new stadium unless you're you know, Man City or Chelsea, you know, you're going to have to do like, you know, the space bills are building one right next door but they're hosting like NFL games and blah blah. Well, that, I think it's going to be benefit Everton. No, no, no that's what I'm saying. Commonwealth games and I'm concerts and all that. That's what I'm saying. I think it needs to be like said, you know, to the fans because you don't want to, you know, all the blue nose turn up going, well, what the fuck, no, what was this? What do you think? Yeah. It needs to be like, you know, you need to know what, what's going to happen. And it might not, you know what I mean? I'm not sure it will actually, you know, because I know it's it's obviously everything's revenue, isn't it? Because yeah. everything's revenue based now because it's all big business. You know, it's not like, you know, uh, you know, it's everything, so we, mm. we, we don't we don't have concerts on. Mm. I, I think with the council being um, being involved in in the potential move, that we've actually you know we've got the Liverpool Echo Stadium there to do concerts and and do conferences. There might be actually something in, in within the deal that says you don't actually take business from them, mm. and and that's that's why the council is still on side with it. Mm. Yeah, you know, essentially. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, if Everton moved down down there tomorrow. You could say, well, the Echo Arena could close overnight. Yeah. It's simple to requirements, yeah. it's too small. Would you fill it, Mark? Honestly, 40,000 yeah, people at 70 quid a ticket. 60,000, isn't it? 50. The talk of 50 initial talks. I'm quite confident that we've finished. Fin- is it, is it that, yeah. Has every, every um, Premier League team that have got a new stadium, hasn't the average attendance gone up statistically? Mm. I think, I think I it's think the location of it as well, though, lads. It'll yeah. be, it, it, things will change for the club. Yeah. Not all Evertonians will like that, but yeah. you've got the day trippers side of it, you've got the tourism side yeah. of it with the council on board, they're going to love mm. all that. Uh, Evertonians are going to have to embrace well, it. Well, I've said this to Evertonians for ages. I said, if you want to go out and spend, like, haven't you got one fella on 100 grand a week, or I don't think you've got anyone? If you want to give someone 150 a week, spend 30, 40 million of your own cash on players, this is what you've sort of got to. Because Everton is proper, like, you know. You know when you say the people's club, and I, you know, I'll give you your Judas, you know, a lot of locals there. And I think you've got to, it's what you're willing to sacrifice, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think 
Chelsea sold Chelsea sold themselves out. You know they had on to sell City sold themselves out. United, you know, doing it better than anyone. They're breaking it in. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, and we're doing it. You know what I mean? I think that's sort of just going to have to. It, it is what it is, really. You can't compete. If you don't do it. I think. What's your I think the, the most most exciting thing for me was the the intimation that that we weren't going to uh, go for the cheap option. Yeah. Uh, you know, Robert Elston seemed to say that you know we we looked at a couple of options and we're going to go for, for for the data one. And people are saying three hundred and fifty million pound. That that's a lot of stadium for your money. And I think it's it's all about the location, isn't it? I mean, when you when you look at the plans for that area and the fact that we're going to be in it, it's going to be a whole new cosmopolitan district to yeah. to the city centre. And you know. I've just come back from Barcelona this weekend, and I'm not saying we're Barcelona or that we're going to be Barcelona, but when you go to that stadium, it's it's like a whole experience, and you're like sort of immersed in the culture, and it's part of the city, and it I just it just sort of excites me to the thought that I know people have got views on day strippers and stuff, but the thought that people will be coming to Liverpool as tourists. And come and view our stadium the way I went mm. to look at the new camp. Mm. I just find that really exciting, yeah. just because you know, like even looking around things at the stadium, looking at things like the the presidents of the club and that, you know, you don't really care, but it's still you still read about it, you still take mm. an interest, and you go away and learn more about it. And ultimately, that's just going to all bring money into the club, isn't it? And you know, whether we do do things with the Commonwealth Games and that, I'm I'm not I'm not so sure because that's what I think. The, that's going to seal the, the only thing the that sort of it makes me sort of think that that might not be the case is that the architect who we've who we've uh, enlisted Dan Mice has sort of suggested there won't be a running track mm-hmm. and I can't see what stadium used for Commonwealth Games can't have a running track yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, they can do marvellous things with the architecture and design now, like, so it's possible, but we'll, we'll, we'll carry on speaking about this, uh, all the cop are going to leave yeah, time. because, uh, yeah, they usually leave early, so, uh, <laughs> two to four, Jay, Ken and Michael have gone gone, but right, thanks, lads, for you. Nice one, mate. Well, yeah, I see what you mean, Sean, it is exciting, because we haven't got that now, have we? we haven't got that attraction of, oh, we'll, we'll bring you to County Road to come and see our football club, let's be honest. Yeah. We, as much as you want to, like, eh, hope for that, it, a new stadium on the waterfront is, is a visual it's presence, a, and it's, it's a, a physical presence for the... What are people going to see as, as, as they come down the, the River Mersey and, and on these cruise ships? That, yeah. You know, literally the first thing you'll see is this massive stadium, yeah. and you're yeah. going to say, what's that? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, and if you're coming into Liverpool as a tourist, you see, you, you know, you, you're going to see our stadium. You're going to be able to walk to it from town. So you've got the option: shall I go and walk to the brand new stadium on the waterfront? The host hosts all the concerts and 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 and, and a top Premier League football team, or am I going to get on the number twenty six bus to Anfield? Yeah, you know. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna walk and go to the new waterfront stadium. So I I think that from a reputational perspective, the opportunity there is just absolutely fantastic. I think from a social point of view as well, it's great to know that the um, the club are uh, trying to build a new stadium and they're not going to put a single person out of the home, which yeah. you know other clubs have done in the past. Shall we say? But they'll yeah. remain nameless. Those yeah. clubs. 
Well, no, it's great. And it, I mean, this is a derby preview, but it's definitely important that we mention this. And with all them out the room now, we can call them every name under the sun. But it's nice to finish off on the good news for Everton. They've had their loft conversion, they've had their little moments. Obviously, we've talked about the football inside, but that was substantial news off the pitch. And I know us three were talking in work about how excited we were. So it is good to get your views. Um, but just finishing off on the subject of on the pitch, give us a prediction for Saturday. I, I, I was actually going to predict nil-nil until um, the, the red guys said that they were going to concede a goal. So I think Everton will defend deep. I think they'll defend on the edge of the box because I think when you fear a team with pace, that's the thing to do. And you, you work from there. I don't think it'll be a defensive display, particularly if, if Snyderland plays because he'll absolutely be spraying the ball forward you know, to, to, to get the yeah. in the well in the wide channels. Um, part of me hopes it's a two-all draw as well because. It'd be great to see Klopp at the end of the game getting his team to go and celebrate in front of the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So what are you going for? Uh, I, I, I'm going to go for nil-nil, but I'll go for a one-nil because the Reds could think they're going to concede. Well, I'm going to say one-nil because I just keep having flashbacks of Kev Campbell and think Lukaku's going to turn and do the same. <laughs> one-nil. Come on, I'll go. For, I, I'm going to have to be optimistic because. If I'm criticising yeah. the club for not having the, the right mentality, then you've got to criticise yourself, haven't you? Um, so I'm going to go 2-0 Everton. And, you know, ultimately what, what's caused me to, to think that is yesterday they were doing a bit of a preview on Sky Sports and they were asking people uh, to talk about the, 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 the key personnel for their club. Our fans were asked to talk about Romelu Lukaku. Liverpool fans were asked to talk about Jürgen Klopp. Mm. Now, I don't know what position mm. Jürgen Klopp plays, but I'm not worried about him. So, if they, if our biggest threat is their manager, why shouldn't we be confident? Oh, that's yeah. a great way to end it, that. Uncle yeah. Nobed on the, on the touchline with his cap, I know. Well, I'm going to go 1-0, as I say. Um, as you say, you can't sit here and say, oh, we'll go for a draw. We shouldn't be going there settling for a point. We shouldn't be going anywhere. It's time that we uh, we, we had a kick up the arse and maybe just uh, a statement win. Going to Anfield and Old Trafford in the space of four days is a, is a massive chance to do so. So hopefully, lads, this time next week we'll meet again, do another catch-up podcast and a review, review of the game and we'll be in jubilant mood. Who knows, if we beat them 2-0, those three copyrights may permanently stay out the room. Yeah. yeah, I know they'll take the piss out of us, but you know, if we win, we can do a week's worth of podcasts mm. every day. We'll do one every dinner time, just, yeah. Just, just, just like mentioned Lukaku just at the end there. I think Lukaku has, has been sort of quite critical of the club lately, asking the questions... He had no right to ask those, those questions, but he's asked them. Now, I think the onus is back on him to actually come out and, and prove that he can actually play against one of these top four or five clubs. And he's got to go and get on the pitch and, and do the business there. You know, and it's it, it down to likes of him is whether Everton can win or lose the game. Yeah, yeah, and it, I, I echo that. It's time for him to stand up. Also, completely missed the point, but I think it's a massive game for Ross Barkley. Um, he'll be annoyed the fact that he didn't get on the pitch for England Evertonians kind of won't be but it's a real chance for him to shine and he's been doing well the last three and a half months I think we're probably quite glad he never got on the pitch for England because yeah. I just view it as poisonous and to be honest it's, 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 it's always club before country I'd rather Everton won a throw in than England won the World Cup to be honest <laughs> um, so you know hopefully that's given him a little bit of desire to prove in place if he's interested in playing for England then great for him um, but the only way you play for your country supposedly is by playing well for your club it doesn't always seem to work out that way um, and no reason to believe that'll change with the hanger on as manager now but uh, you know let's see what he does uh, he needs to like Lukaku put in some big displays against the big clubs um, not that I want to call Liverpool a big club but 
they are where they are in the league, they're above us. So let's see what he does. Great stuff. Well, thanks for coming on the, the podcast again, lads. And we've already thanked the Copites, but uh, they'll probably be already outside Anfield with the selfie sticks now, won't they? Anyway? I've, I've, I've just yeah. seen Ken on his way back to speak airport, actually. I mean, he's getting his flight home. Yeah. James is effing and blinding in the corner somewhere, talking about trophies. And Michael, I don't know, he could talk for England, couldn't he? Yeah. Uh, they, love, they love to talk about Liverpool, but thanks for them to coming on, and thanks for you lads coming on. Hopefully, get the result that we want on Saturday. Nice one. Thank you. See you, fellas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.